Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. This is your girl, Devin. So much has happened. Um, And when I say so much has happened, I mean that Ariana Grande is dating the guy that you accidentally slept with in college because he was funny. I don't even think so because I went to college with him. That's true. Definitely did actually go to college with him. A lot of people, and I don't even know him. I was so confused because he was in the theater kids. Like the theater girls were definitely hooking up with that guy. I was not in any group. I had two friends pretty much. And those two friends texted me in a group this. And these are friends that I don't normally talk about like celeb gossip with. They're like, like lawyers. of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Like, of course they literally are. So like, of course with some of my group chats, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like wake up. See Ariana Grande is dating this like no offense, heinously ugly guy who left his like wife and kids for her. And she's also just getting, I was like, whoa, okay. There's a couple chats I would send that to, but my Vassar friends, I was kind of surprised. And first they DM'd it in Instagram. And then they were like, let's take this to text. And we're like texting about it. And I genuinely was like, why do they care so much about this? Like, they were like, this is so crazy. And then they sent a meme about like something to do with Vassar. And I was like, wait, did he go to Vassar? And they're like, he was like in our class. Like we knew him. I was like, oh, I had no idea. I don't remember him. And I, I guess I'm happy for like my brush with fame, but I'm also like, what? Like he was like, like my friends knew he was married from Instagram, from knowing him and seeing him get married. And now they're like, imagine it's like your friend from your like acquaintance from college post their wedding pics. And then like a few months later, they're in the news for dating Ariana Grande when she was also married. So what I told Devin is that I am surprised that at 
a text didn't go out to Pete, like in the marriage, obviously, if she kind of flirts with boundaries that way as she's getting out of the marriage, I don't know if there's just too much, you know, that bridge has been too badly burned, but I feel like Pete is the ex that you text when you are slowly swinging onto the next branch away from Dalton Gomez, her husband, who I always maintained looked like her brother. Um, and they unfortunately seem to have the same BMI too, which was remarkably, um, underweight and please come at me in the comments for People commenting are on, at me our- on TikTok because I said, Something about, oh, even when you get with guys who you're out of their league, they'll still fuck you over because men are men. And people are like, oh, so body shaming's okay again. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, yeah, it's been staying okay. People are still body shaming left and right. It's it's deeply part of the culture. Why do you think people are fucking injecting themselves left and right? But second of all, I will body shame men whenever the fuck I feel like it. Especially, you know what? This is another thing. People act like being a ginger is like a class of people that needs to be like respected. And as an Irish person with reddish hair, we are privileged (laughs) and shut the fuck up. Also, he will be fine. Any medium ugly man will be fine for the rest of his life. They can literally get with the hottest women alive and they'll be fine. So shut up. He's with a global pop sensation. But this is the thing with Ariana. Okay. First of all, yes, Pete is the perpet- like his personality is rebound. Anytime someone goes through a breakup, the tweets are like, uh, when is when are they going to get with be Pete? Pete? Yeah. yeah, it's like, OK, first of all, stop with that. Second of all, um, she can't be with Pete because she does have like this pathological thing of finding people who are in. There's TikToks about it. It's like she finds men who are in relationships. Yes. And separates them. And I, it's like I feel. I saw this pattern have, I guess someone sent to Dumois that her ex, her now ex-husband actually was in a relationship when they met. Yep. And also this not. And also what's shocking though, is Matt Damon's married. Riz Ahmed's married. Is Riz Ahmed married? Oh yeah. If you're going to score on, um, you know, a goal where there's a goalie, at least make it an attractive goal. <laughs> like, I'm just like, uh, oh, uh, Ryan Gosling's married. So and, it's and, just confusing. Know, she's in London. That's a that's a town full of handsome gentlemen. You sound Taylor like Swift, done. It's her favorite place to find suitors. Okay, but I, she also I'm hasn't not trying found... to say anything. I know, but I'm just going to say she hasn't found any lookers there. Taylor. I mean, she she found some g- guys that you and I would fall asleep on. We would be sleeping on all of the guys she picked. What do you mean sleeping on? Figuratively or literally? Figuratively. Like, there's... I feel like if both you or I... I'm not going to speak for both of us, but if we met Joe Alwyn, there wouldn't be a part of us, at least for me. And I, I feel like I know your type a little bit to know that you wouldn't be like, oh my God, he's beautiful. No, absolutely not. I'd be like, great, this guy who looks like he gets his highlights done at a more expensive place than I do just walked in and he looks like he probably will hate me. Wait, this is a question I have, though. Yeah. How did this story get out? Because, oh, Dumas was posting about this, too. They think that someone 
found out and was angry. So it could have been the Dalton team. It could have been SpongeBob's wife, but SpongeBob, or there could have been pictures. Okay, because I was gonna say it was weird that it like came out as if they like gave the tip to the tabloids, but obviously they didn't because both their homes were wrecked. I mean, Dalton did release a statement saying he was like praying to God, so I feel like Dalton and he was very religious. And you're yeah. like. And then I was like, oh, good. So then she was being abused, probably, and couldn't get an abortion if she wanted to. And I guess she liked something on Instagram about, like, dangerous men, quote unquote. And so it's a messy, messy, messy situation. I know. Which I'm I'm glad to just be. You know what? Aren't you frustrated sometimes that you can't be a part of everyone's, like, a, a fly on everyone's wall for this stuff? I can't even begin to tell you how strongly I feel like that. I mean, it's more people that I know. I'm like, right. Like people that I know who are, first of all, fake, not naming names. Second of all, my enemies, not, not naming names. Third of all, my exes, not naming names. I would love to be a fly on their walls. I would love to be, I, I think I just am a voyeur in some way into relationships. It's like when I see people fighting in public and I can't look away, like I really need to know details. And I think generally the closer you are, the crazier it gets. Like it's why it's so nice having a close friend like you, because when I'm in a relationship crisis, I can walk you through it and you will react accordingly because i'll give you every single detail so you'll be like oh my god that's insane that's insane that's insane and i just want to be led into the entire world's relationships i know that's the thing though it's like i have trouble when i'm friends with people in relationships who don't bring every detail i'm like so what are we talking about then oh everything's or, good like we act like everything is fine i don't yeah, know yeah that's the thing they're like not a single complaint is like not even like they left their socks on like you have to bring something although if someone brought they left their socks i would be like okay and what's in their dms i want true hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Speaking of not bringing your relationship drama to the table, these gals that we're here to talk about this week of New York City, the Big Apple, Real Housewives of New York, are playing the I'm mentally healthy card, and I'm not feeling that. So I have a couple of things to say. I do not dislike this new New York City Real Housewives. I don't dislike it. But I'll say we have some challenges, one of which is that we have two sober members of the group. That is concerning, given that most of what we got in the original Roni was from alcoholism. Like all of what we got, pretty much. I mean, I turtle time. Okay, so we're <laughs> letting go of that. Okay. Okay. Um, Dorinda. Uh, Literally, alcoholism revived the franchise because it was like kind of falling flat. And then Leah came on and she was like, I've been sober for nine years, but I'm actually going to try drinking. And then she was screaming and saying like, you have to give up the Morgan yacht. So, and throwing tiki torches. So it's like a little bit shocking. I do think, excuse me, my therapist says when I yawn, it's because I'm releasing information that feels um, vulnerable. So I okay. guess like that's what's happening. Well, I just want you to know how it appears to other people that you're with is that you're bored. Mm, that's weird because I'm never bored in therapy because I'm always talking about myself. So... But I do be yawning at the but Zoom. But you know what? When my dogs yawn, it's either because they're stressed out or they're learning something new. Okay. When Cookie, my cat, yawns, I just posted a picture of him doing it. The face he makes is... It 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 truly takes my life away and I am dead legally and then I come back to life because he makes the cutest face when he yawns. Um, he does a face where he's like preparing to yawn where he's like... Carolina can see how cute it is. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is the other gals, first of all, I think Uba Uba's doesn't the star. drink and actually said something really inspiring where she was like, my life is beautiful. So every time I try to escape it with drugs or alcohol, um, something bad happens. God and then it shuts the door on it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, that fucking rules. Okay. I think she's entertaining enough without drinking. She's fucking crazy and stole from a restaurant that they were in because it's hard to find the type of coconut cream that she likes. And she, she also like, just inspires me because you can tell she's not trying to create drama. She just naturally is fun and crazy. Like, 
when yes. Jen, oh no, I'm so sorry. When Aaron invited everyone over for caviar, which was so annoying. And if I was traveling to the Hamptons and got there and there was no actual snacks out and instead there was caviar and Pringles, I think I honestly would get angry. And you just see, I, I would do exactly what Uba does where she's like, I need to go to the grocery store. Yeah. And also the thing that bothers me about Aaron is that she's so monotone but it's covering like the deepest insecurity of all. T- it's like, okay, people come to your house and they're hungry and they're like, oh, I'm actually going to run to the store. Great. Awesome. That's not personal. That's just like someone taking care of their own problems. I actually think that's cool. That's what I would do if I was hungry instead of being like, do you have more snacks for me? Just being like, I'm actually going to go to the store. I'm good. And, yeah. Or instead of like sigh, like sitting there and complaining and being like, I'm hungry. It's like, go get yourself some fucking provisions. But Erin is super sensitive and her intro into the show is her talking about how she took offense to the fact that, excuse me, that Bryn and Sai went to a different restaurant instead of going to catch with her. That's the restaurant as Reddit has decided. Um, and also they went to Cipriani, which is like also really not cool anymore but whatever i know i'm like that was dated too yeah it was like you could just go to like a corner spot anywhere in like the west village and that would be cooler than what they did anyway none of them are cool they all live in manhattan i mean i guess sai is cool um sai is a little obnoxious though and very interesting like she keeps pulling jessel's ponytail in a very sexual manner I know she also has like a husband who is not hot enough at all to be with her. And that Mm -hmm. scares me and doesn't seem to have like she doesn't she makes it seem like he doesn't have a job. And she's like, I'm a content creator. Like, that's how I went from nothing to owning a brownstone. It's like, okay, I'm like, is this this possible? I've never heard of her. I looked at her Instagram. No offense. The content is for someone whose job is, quote, creating content like i am not interested it's literally a a slow motion video of her walking out of a building on 49th street in (laughs) slow motion i'm like is that something people are like aspiring to i don't know like i thought influencers were supposed to like travel to italy and like eat really good food i'm like it just looks like her with her kids or like her i don't know i'm just i'm missing the mark on that and also is it really true and people correct me if i'm wrong that you can make so much money being an influencer on Instagram that you can own a fucking brownstone. Like that's like upwards of like $5 million for a home. I know it's crazy. There's something else. I think maybe her, I don't know. I don't know. I, there's definitely more to learn on everyone and I'm sure I'll go back and forth. Bryn obviously is, um, you know, the red so flag funny. of the bunch love the one who completely lied about an interaction, like already trying to stir the pot already trying to make a career for herself on this show was super drunk at watch what happens live on the premiere night. Um, oh no. Said she wants to sleep with Mauricio Kyle's husband. Uh, oh, her tagline no. is something about make me mad but and I'll make date me your dad and I'll date your dad, which I, it doesn't make complete sense, but, but it's chaos and but we need it's that chaos. And, and that's what we need. Yeah. Um, then we have J. Crew legend Jenna Lyons. And 
I will say that I think I speak for America when when this news was announced, this casting decision was announced, everyone was scratching their noggins going, huh? It doesn't make a lot of sense. The only explanation I would have for it is that like she wants a paycheck. Like maybe she's looking for some work. That makes sense because she's she said she had to rent out her Hamptons, Hamptons house. Hamptons house. I'm like, yeah. Ooh. So to circle back to how we got onto this topic, she is not talking to anyone about her current girlfriend, which I found annoying. And we know who it is. Who? Cass Bird, right? Oh, that photographer. Wait, I that's think there's so cool. drama. I've heard it. Uh, I've heard through the grapevine that there's drama that she and Cass Bird met when one of them was already in a relationship or one of them was Got already it. married and like separated because of that. Great. Talk about that. I need it. Even how about even talk about that? Lala Kent, when she was just dating Randall, there was so much drama around it because we all knew he was married and like like at least give us, you know, give us a little bit more. Um, at, le- I think the at girls least when anyone brings it case. up, when anyone brings it up, get angrier than soldiers at war and be like, don't bring up my woman. My the woman, man you I would take not a talk bullet about my woman. <laughs> the man that I would do anything for. You will know, not bring him up was... right now. I've been watching so much Vanderpump. Holy shit. I come home every day. I am on season eight. Um, it's it's you know what? It's fascinating. And I, I'm really glad that I'm, I've been watching it through because you see what a monster Sandoval is. And 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 it's heartbreaking, too, because you watch Ariana stand up for him. So I, I guess it, it's like if you're person is constantly on the wrong side of history if you're constantly having to defend them if you're constantly having to like massage the truth to make them sound good and she's always worried i i really think she was in a way addicted to him because even lala brought up that on the episode where lala basically confronts him about lying to Ariana when her grandmother was dying and he pretended he couldn't get home from a party when he actually could and lied and said Even he was taking a shit. Lala said that when that was happening, the production had to shut down for they had to stop filming for a second because Ariana was getting so upset. Ariana was like, we're not doing this. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Um, She said on a podcast. But I found that so interesting. And I was like, she's so protective of relationship and everything. She's so protective of Tom. Literally, Tom texts Stassi in this season. Like, I could kick you the fuck out of Tom Tom if you... Like you, because you are doing an event that like my team isn't prepared for, yada, yada, yada. And Ariana is like, listen, he may, maybe he shouldn't have texted, but he was really worried about Tom Tom not looking professional. And it's like, even Tom Schwartz, who is probably my least favorite person on the show, was like, you guys are an echo chamber. Like, please stop. Anyway, and so you're just realizing that like, I don't know how it would <laughs> it would be really hard to realize this guy has been cheating on you probably for your entire relationship to some extent and really see. Oh, and I have put so much effort and not just into this relationship, which all women do. We all do the emotional labor in relationships to some extent, 
But I have also been making sure this person does not look like a demon, even though they are one. Like, it, I was just like, God, I ha- what a waste of fucking energy it must have felt like to looking back at all of these incidents where he was clearly in the wrong. And even there's a scene where I haven't gotten to it yet, but I've seen clips of it where she storms out of shooting and Tom is like, what's going on? And she says, I'm not going to do any more of this Tom fighting with women because he was always like fighting with Katie Maloney and fighting with women. And it's like she had to defend him against him being like horrific and telling like, I think that's why on the finale before they started filming again because of Scandal of the most recent season, um, she starts crying to Lisa and it's when Tom Sandoval is screaming at Katie and her mom. And I was like, I wonder if it's just one of those things where you're like, I can't defend this behavior and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And also being drunk all the time. Oh, I think. well, so alcoholism <laughs> is basically what... Again, the engine of Vanderpump Rules is. I think even on Roni, the most recent episode, the night where we got the most drama, which isn't even drama at all, but like hoping, fingers crossed, more will come. When Jessel tries on her lingerie her, yeah, and starts like Jenna screaming that it's like ugly and she looks like a Christmas tree. I think she was drunk, like because she's normally so buttoned up and like. Yes, we, we Jenna and I do rub shoulders, and yes, my mother is in town, and we have live in a beautiful home. And but so I think she like, um, yeah, alcohol definitely helped out that situation. It gave us something, and, and it's a, a giver of gifts. And it's what I miss. It's what I miss about Sonia. It's what I miss about Ramona. Even Bethany Frankel. You have to tune into Crappy Lake if you miss Sonia because she's okay. in full fine form, and it's like kind of a mix between. Real Housewives and waiting for Guffman because they're like putting on a play in a small town. It's like incredible. I what I wanted to say something about Jessel though, which I thought was really interesting. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Is that everyone is on her. And it's one of those things. I've experienced a little bit of this recently. So I really sympathize with her. She is open with the girls that she hasn't had sex with her husband since um, she gave birth to her kids. It sounds like she, their kids are like a year old. So she hasn't had sex in like a year and she's just been giving blowjobs. And I don't know if that was true about the blowjobs. I don't think it was either. They were but all getting up on her and they're like, do you at least give him blowjobs? Which I was like, she shouldn't. If they're not having sex, she has to give him blowjobs. Why? And she's like, oh yeah, I do the oh, toothless. Yeah, 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 yeah. I give blowjobs. Yeah. She, no, I know she goes, that- yeah, I do the toothless. And I'm like, which I didn't really know what that meant. I don't think she knows what a blowjob is or what any <laughs> of this means. But also, I don't think that these women should be convincing her she needs to give blowjobs if she's or not having sex. sex. If she doesn't want to yet. I don't know why this is so weird. I mean, listen, I get that you're in a marriage and, and sex is a part of relationships and yada, yada, yada. No, this whole conversation is giving like middle school girls. To yes. me. I feel like they're all trying to be competitive and be like, oh, you don't fuck your husband. Well, I fuck mine every single day. Just hop on that dick and ride. And I'm like, Uba literally what? says you only have sex once when you have sex at night. That's such and a all tired the girls are bit. So confused. And That's she's like, such I a have, tired bit. Why would I get undressed if I was only going to have sex one time? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> that was Shut a middle up. school moment. It's I, like you could be Brad Pitt. And Jennifer Aniston, and you wouldn't be like, oh, well, just because we're hot, we're going to have sex 18 times a day. Like, that's not how it works. When you're married, you have sex less. You are you have times where you're less into each other when you're more into each other, and it's harder to get the fucking spark going. That's just how it is. 
and you have small babies too. Um, and, and she also went through an IVF journey, which I was like, okay, at least listen, previous Roni gave us literally, you know, Ramona shitting on the floor, but this Roni is giving Jenna talking about coming out in her forties, which I found fascinating. Jessel talking about IVF and like how culturally that was looked upon and how like she had a hard time not being able to conceive, not just because of her personally, but like how her culture would look at her because of it. But, um, I've, I've had this like upsetting thing happen where, or, and I'm making it sound worse than it is when people tell me not to cover up my scars and to like own them. I found it that annoying when people say that. And that makes what sense. I thought. I, because I'm like, I'm not ready to do that. So don't tell me to. And as if it's like my, it's now my prerogative and it's now something for me to do. Yeah. I got, totally. it gets me so upset. Like, I don't know. And yes, I'm still insecure about that. It's like, why it'd be the same as if they're like, girl, wear short shorts. Come on. Don't be like hiding your it's legs like, like that. Be brave. I'm like, like own your body. Like exactly. Ew. And I'm like, I know I can do exactly what I want. This is actually me owning my body is doing what's like comfortable for me. Totally. And it's so condescending without the person realizing it. Like, yeah. oh, you have a scar. You don't need to cover that up. Why do you cover it up? That makes sense. Just, Sorry if I've ever done that. Obviously, I'm no, like reeling being no, like, I've probably literally done never that. done that. <laughs> I mean, I love your love because it comes from like a place of anger at times, which I really identify with. And it's like usually like, no, Carolina, why would you think that your scars make you unlovable? That is crazy. And I can tell how passionate you feel. And like, I, I it is really helpful to me. So no, it's not that. It's literally what you said to me when my mom, I think, said to you once to me once, like, show Devin your scar. And you said, you can show it to me. You cannot show it to me. You can do whatever you want. And I think that is something. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm amazing. Go you, on. Devin's nodding as if like, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes. I did. Okay. Say, you know what? I did say that. That is inspiring. OK, that is actually really inspiring. OK. OK. Yeah, that. <laughs> sounds like me um no i i think there's i think that if you're gonna extrapolate that and put that onto this conversation it would be like have sex with your husband don't have sex with your husband life is really hard marriage is really hard we totally understand and instead aaron's like go home and fucking fuck your husband and you're like aaron you're probably miserable you seem miserable i want you Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Well, also, like, I really related to Jessel, even though I know she was being a bitch about the garment, but, like, I would have felt the same way if I saw that Aaron gets, like, this, like, two-piece look, and then Sai gets this, like, lace corset bodysuit, and I've just been shamed for, like, not being sexy enough with my husband, and then I get, like, a loose-fitting dress. I would also be, like, embarrassed and, like, insecure and probably lash out. It didn't look good, and we have to give her that credit. Did she Was she absolutely rude? Yes. But it also. But she was under pressure from them all. It's true. It's true. And like Uba also said she didn't like hers and no one cared. So I just think they were all like ganging up on her and it's annoying. Also, I loved what Uba said about when you visit people needing to stay in a hotel so you can have a night to yourself. I really think that all adults should be that way, except that I can't really afford to do that currently. But someday I hope. That's what I hope for myself is to someday have enough money where I can always stay in a hotel and I don't have to stay in anyone else's home. First of all, second of all, what do you think about? Um, because I feel like Jessel is the one who is the most open about her relationship and marriage and like love story. What are your thoughts on it? I think it's the dream to become friends with someone that you eventually end up with because I think that we position ourselves differently when we think we're meeting a friend versus when we think we are meeting a romantic prospect. And even if we think like a guy is cute, but we think like, Oh, I can just be friends with him or he probably won't be into me. We still act differently than we just think that we're making a friend. And I think that Jessel and her husband were roommates first. And then it was only when her mom came into town and was said, you know, this guy's clearly in love with you. Did she realize this was a thing? But I would love to have a friendship be the foundation for a relationship. Plus, then you already have the moving in out of the way. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to be with straight men, that's a really hard one for them. The idea of moving in with someone for some reason. So stupid. Um, So I think that's good. But also the pictures of them when they were young are so cute because like she does look like the total hot girl that he's like so excited to be in a picture with. And then one day she was like, oh, okay, I'll be with you. Um, So I do think they're really cute and I do think she's beautiful. Uh, Their kids seem like a nightmare, but I'm rooting for them. 
But it also makes me think I'm like, because she is kind of mean to him. Like, she's like, oh, you're going to do your work in here. Can you go in the other room? And then she's also like, he, I had to fix him before I started dating him. And I do think there's something to like men only being like, I do think that if I had been meaner to all the men I've dated, that they would have wanted to be with me. But it doesn't matter because I don't want to be with them anyway. Sorry. I can't contort my personality anymore I just to make myself more attractive. I'm so tired. You're going to have to meet me exactly where I am. I totally agree. And speaking of that segue. I'll follow you on a segue. So I want to be in a relationship. I want to be married. I want to be moving in with someone. That's my vibe. And by the way, I'm in the mindset now where I'm like, if if someone is if someone cancels on me, I'm thinking of other people as that's a red flag for me. I don't care what about me is a red flag for them. If they don't want to be with me, that's fine. But I've had a couple of people that I've gone on dates with and it's like, they're like one date a week and then they'll like cancel the date and be like, Oh, we can see each other in two weeks. I'm like, sorry, your time is up. I don't want to see time once a week. I actually want to go on a first date with someone that goes so well that they want to see me the next day. And then I want to keep hanging out all the time until we're Agreed. married. That's actually what I want. So I don't want to be penciled in during the day when you have an hour free. That's not for me. And so when someone tries to pull that with me or when someone cancels last minute, like, oh, I actually can't hang out, but I can a week from now. That's a red flag for me about them. It's not a rejection. I'm good. It's not like where in the past I would have been like, oh, my God, was I not good enough? Like, they're just not into me because, like, I'm not cool. I'm like, OK, bye. So my profiles on the apps are like looking for something serious, looking for on my hinge, which is the main one I use. I say looking for a life partner. I have seriously, I have like a couple joke prompts and then I have like a serious answer to the question. That's like, this is what I'm into. I love my cat. I love watching TV. I'm in school and I'm also like to write. Like I want someone to know who I am. I want to like go back and forth with someone for a while, see what they're like. Because I'm serious about my life and what I deserve. Okay. So I'm scrolling through Instagram the other day and I see this guy who has co-hosted a popular dating podcast and now has his own podcast where he like talks a lot about dating and being single. I've seen his comedy. It's pretty much all about being single and relationships. And a lot of it's red flags because he's a straight man. So a lot of things he says, you're like, whoa, that would be a lot to sign up for. But I'm sure a lot of girls still want to sign up for it because he's funny and, you know, I guess remotely attractive. So I I stumble upon a clip from his podcast where someone is asking him, what are some red flags you look for on dating app profiles? And he goes into this whole long thing about women are too serious on the apps. Women are giving these serious answers about what they're look I don't need to know everything you're looking for. I don't need to know all that serious stuff. Like just be fun, just be funny, just whatever. And it made me so mad. And I like didn't understand. I was like, why is this making me so angry? And then later I was scrolling through TikTok. Yeah, my life is interesting and full right now. You could say that. I'm on my Instagram for you page and sometimes I'm on my TikTok for you page. And I see this girl post this TikTok. It's so funny. And it's just her staring at the camera looking skeptical and it says like me looking at the hinge profile of a 31 year old balding man who's not looking for anything serious it's like really (laughs) women are the problem for being too serious and saying exactly what we're looking for but you sir who are like 
40 or older think something's wrong with that because you're looking to just fucking hang out. Okay, got it. So you're not interested. That's the thing. I'm like, so you're not interested in progressing past like liking Emrata's ass pics on Instagram and going out on a Thursday night. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, that's your life now and you're okay with that. When meanwhile, every single straight man's life would be improved with the presence of a woman, even if she sucks, even if she has a horrible personality, even if she's fucking Kim Zolciak and you're whatever that you'll have a better life Croy, with her in it. You'll have a better life without. with her in it because she'll schedule things for you. She'll teach you how to socialize. She'll teach you how to wash your fucking asshole. So <laughs> your life will be better. And these men are like, but why should I have to settle down? But why is she so serious? Why is she talking about life stuff? Why is she talking about serious stuff? And then if she doesn't, then she's giving mixed messages. She's confusing. Why are they playing games? Why are women so complicated? It's just like, I feel bad for men because I know they have no tools for self-reflection, but it's also like. They think of women as an experience versus a human being. Yes. So if you're looking at me as an experience and I'm saying, I want to talk about something serious, what, what I want from this relationship that's not a totally comfortable experience, which to right. them means like, I don't want to have it. Which means like, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing this to me? Why aren't you being fun? Why aren't you being a fun ride at Six Flags? I don't want to go on a Disney World ride where at one point you have to stop and have a long conversation seeing if your values in life align. I want to go on the Disneyland ride where you like go out, have fun, go dancing, fuck shit up go on a holiday together, go on vacation. They don't even like to dance. They like to sit around and talk about which fucking beetle they are. I'm not kidding. They don't even dance. Straight men don't even dance. Oh, they talk about the Beatles. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's so dark out there. Apparently, I'm going to see the Barbie movie tomorrow. Apparently, that has some good messages for men. But sadly, I've seen it I, twice. It does. I, sadly, I think the only men who are going to go see it are men whose like girlfriends and wives make them. So. So one thing that you will notice watching the Barbie movie, if you haven't already, um, is that in Barbie's universe, women are the dominant gender. If you look at some of the unfortunate behavior that the Kens display, you will see how society can force them that way. And that's all I want to say about that. I really hope that um, that point is taken. Um, but I also think that it's just a really fun movie. Um, and that, um, you know, all of the pop music in it, I really appreciated. Oh, I can't wait for that. I know I'm going to be dancing in my seat. And everyone, I, I was at the theater and I saw the people I went with said, do you want to wear pink? And I said, no, like, I don't want to be the only one there in pink. Everyone was wearing pink. I looked like fucking loser liberal arts student. I don't know if I have. I I genuinely don't think I have anything pink, but I'll have to look. I know that probably surprises people, but I'm more of a blue and green type of gal. Devin, let me know what you think of Barbie. Oh, I'm gonna let me actually say, let us know what you think of Barbie. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna report on any other men I see bothering me, which is oh, every and five I'm gonna seconds. Go see Oppenheimer, because I heard Cillian Murphy has a sex scene in it, and that's important to me. I can't really go see Oppenheimer like it, three hours. It's war. I don't know. It's like every every year that like a major war movie comes out, 
I don't see it. And then I go home for Christmas and my whole family wants to watch it. And then I end up watching it and I'm like, oh, wow, that was actually like pretty cool and interesting. And then I move on with my life. So I can see that. Like it's going to come around Christmas time. My family's going to want to watch Oppenheimer and I'm going to be like, really, guys? And then I'll watch it. And I'll be like, oh, that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. But I, I don't see myself like sitting in IMAX for that. It's funny because when you're in Barbie, you can feel the room shake a little bit when a bomb goes off in Oppenheimer. A bomb. One of the bombs. I do love um, that. It's like a, a cinematic event. The Barbenheimer thing. Yeah, it's so much fun. And like, I'm just happy because I feel like we haven't had a good movie year in a really long time. And there's a lot of stuff I'm excited about in the movie. Imagine I just talk for another 45 minutes about all the movies. I'm, I'm like, and there's a lot of stuff. I'm and if you want to hear more about this, for. we are going to go on Instagram live and talk about movies we like. Um, <laughs> I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.